Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we listen to podcasts and talk about podcasts with you, our listeners. I am Zainzi Weber, one of your castologists here with... Elizabeth Best. And... Nick Bleeker. How are we? Look, How are we feeling? More comfortable in the studio now. I do love the studio. I think it's very schmick, but mm. I've also got a lot of pent-up rage because humans are garbage and the mm. world's a dumpster fire. We had a bit so, of a chat beforehand. Um, it's just really difficult and I don't know how to explain to other people that they need to be kind and that they should care about other people and it's really making me anxious. And they should wash the dishes. And they should wash the dishes properly. Please, yep. And <laughs> and irregardless is a word and that makes us all cranky. Yep. That's something that I literally just learned five minutes ago and that but really you know upsets what? me. You know what? If, if, if we can convince enough people not to use the word anymore, it, in a couple hundred years, it'll die out of it'll go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bold of you to assume we'll still be here yeah, in a couple hundred, hundred years. years. The yeah. people who are still around <laughs> may or may not use that word anymore. The earth will be on fire in a couple of hundred years. And the people who have managed to buy fireproof outfits for themselves. Irregardless, Zane. <laughs> okay, so what we do here is we each bring a podcast uh, to recommend to our fellow castologists and to you um, and then we review the podcast we recommended last week last week we did have a theme which was celebrity hosted podcast and this week we do not we're just we're just loosey-goosey this week we can recommend whatever we want and yeah. so and how I am interested in learning what Nick has to recommend my recommendation this week is called boom bust HQ trivia it's a fucking awful podcast title <laughs> I thought you were gonna say <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's a fucking awful podcast and I'm forcing you to listen to it because that is just like you. There is a couple I've got in the revolver which I can't wait to shoot your way. It does have a lot of punctuation in the It does. I don't know why the ringer had to put a slash in it. Tell me the title again. Boom. Okay, so it's Boom Slash Bust, The Rise and Fall of HQ Trivia. Why couldn't they call it Boom or Bust? I don't know. Why the slash? Mm. I don't know. Because no one says the slash out loud. It's just Well, I had to in that example. No, I know. I know. Okay. Anyway, I'm cranky at them, not you. It's fine. Thank you. That's all right. I'm cranky. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, great. Yeah. (laughs) Do the dishes. (laughs) I just just love that. I just expected that both of you were cranky with me, but that's beside the point. Um, So this one's about, have you guys heard of the app HQ trivia? Mm -hmm. It was like this live. Yeah. yeah. Was it the one that paid money? Yeah. Yeah. So you basically would get a notification and you would open it up. So there was a specific schedule and you get a notification and you'd open it up and then it was like a live show. So it was like a trivia host and they answer questions, uh, they ask questions and then you get like given a prompt and you can answer it and there was a potential to win a pool of money. And so HQ gained quite a bit of popularity, not in Australia, but more so in the States. And it got to a point where they started to get into trouble for not paying out certain things or paying things in a specific way and ah. fucking around with the terms of service and stuff. And then out of the I, th- I think to me at least as a user of the, the app it cr- it collapsed just out of nowhere 
And so this podcast basically details that story from rise to fall. And also apparently it's coming back. So oh. which is really bizarre. How can they okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, there was a lot of issues with them not paying out people or there was like a specific clause where it was like, if you don't um, claim your money in 30 days, it's void. But then you couldn't claim anything unless you had like more than $20 on your account. So if you had less than that, you were losing money because you didn't. It's just, it's really fucked up and warped terms of service. It's I one of those terms a lot of service of things. People talking about it at the time and being like, I won money. And I'm like, that feels too good to be true. So I just ignored it. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, people are like, oh, I won HQ trivia, which is really good, just but they go won your, six cents. Just yeah. go to your local pub and play trivia. Sometimes they've got Get a $50, $100 yeah. bar tab. Yeah, it's great. That's why I which go. Which they can't force you to drink all of in one sitting because that's against their terms of responsible <laughs> service. So you can get them to issue you a voucher. That's never happened to me before. I feel like, it has, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So it's it's kind of like uh, you know, remember me uh, recommending we crashed about WeWork. Yep, similar sort of deal. Um, so the guys that made HQ Trivia are like ex Twitter employees, and they got like uh, a history of uh, incompetence and bad behavior. So yes, it's called Boom Slash Bust. The people who made the podcast, or oh, the people that made HQ Trivia. So the right. people that made the podcast are from the Ring of Podcast. Network. Yeah, I'm interested to see about how the whole it's coming back thing is going to work. Same, because I think the show had finished and then they were like, yeah, great. And then it's like, wait, did we just do this whole podcast for nothing? I think there's like <laughs> a central question that asks, there's like a post-show a post show episode where they're like, oh. Mm. Interesting, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, so boom yeah. slash bust, the rise and fall of HQ Trivia. Excellent. I'm going to go next. Cool. Now. <clears throat> now. We are nearing the bottom of the well of Zane's obsessions that he shielded from castologist listeners. It's really sweet. Um, You're welcome. Uh, One of the last is books. I like books. I like lots of books. I like books all the time right now in front of my eyes. I don't need to read them. I just need to have them. He likes big books and he cannot Not why. I also like little books (laughs) and magazines. Oh, nice. Look, I'm I'm a writer. I also enjoy books. Um... So I'm recommending a podcast called Overdue. Now, this is a headgum podcast, and it's basically like a film review podcast, but for books. So, so it's a book review podcast? Yeah. Yes and no. It's called, sort of a deconstruction as well and a bit of a history about the book. It's two, two fellows. Um, basically, one reads a book and then breaks it down for the other person, and then they swap for the next week. Um, yeah, so it's called... Video is uh, Andrew and Craig, and that's basically what it is. And they do all kind different kinds of books. They do. So it's like uh, a two-person book club. Yeah. Do they encourage yeah. you to read the book before listening to the episodes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you Would can you read along. Encourage us to read the book before listening to an episode. So, I don't have a lot of time. Yes. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no. The, the books that they they've done recently un, weren't particularly easy for me to find. So okay. no. Oh, okay. But I enjoyed listening to the podcasts. Regardless. Irregardless. Um, stop. <laughs> I I just said regardless. No, no, I know. I, I used make, it correctly. I was making the point of being a dick. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's very chatty because um, obviously it's basically based on their rapport. If you don't buy into the rapport, you might find it a, a tough to listen to because of this, there's not a lot of variation between the episodes. But yeah, I, I've learned about a lot of different books from this podcast that I definitely would not have even touched upon Mm. um, because, you know, there are a lot of books and I've 
in the last few years, I've very much restricted myself to books, buying books that I will read and not buying any more books until I finish a book and give it away. So That is very noble of you. I buy books because I have always had a dream to have a house where I build uh, just a one wall, just nice. one solid wall of books. Because every house my grandma used to move into, she would build floor-to-ceiling bookcases in one yes. room. And I just thought, well, if I give away my books now, I won't have anything. And now I'm poor and I'll never own a house or any assets. I've just got all these books. Mm-hmm. To be the old woman who died with her books. That I came to that same realisation, Liz, and I was like, I can't keep carrying this. We just need to buy a group from, house. From house to house. Yes. We need to buy a group house Share and house. make one of the rooms a floor-to-ceiling library. Where all our books can live. Yes. Um, until then, uh, overdue, if you're thinking about reading a book or you're looking for a book recommendation, just scroll through their, their back catalogue. There's a fair few there. How often do they release episodes? Is it like a weekly or like do they give you, like do they give the listeners time or is it like a once every fortnight? Or? No, so it is weekly. Okay, cool. But they, they announce the books ahead of time. Oh, sure. So you can kind of like, okay, so right. we're going to be reading My Sister's a Serial Killer and then you, so you can read it ahead. Cool. Um, they're very, they're, they are quite prolific readers. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, this is this is a like, I like it. I don't know if you will like it. Recommendation from me, but I hope you do. Feels like it. I, I don't mean that as like a s- slight. You know. Sounded and like yet, one. Here we are. <laughs> I guess it was. I'm slighted. Uh, Liz, what Hi. are you recommending? Uh, if I were a podcast title, <laughs> I would be this one. <laughs> Dump him. The game show. <laughs> Basically, I was attracted to this podcast because of the name, mm-hmm. and for me, it did not disappoint. It feels like a Spicks and Specs version oh. of relationship do's, don'ts, foibles, ridiculousness, hypothetical scenarios, etc. Yeah. So... Um, the blurb says, grab the Pinot, pop on your track pants and get ready to call your ex. Dump him. The game show is a fierce, fast-paced, hilarious game show that takes on relationships, sex and breakups and all the yummy bits in between. So it is hosted by the vivacious, Ooh. self-described, Anna <laughs> Piper. No, she's very vivacious. Anna Piper Scott. And each week takes two teams through the hellish landscape of modern dating. So they've got regular team captains, just like Spix and Spex, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Collins and Alice Toby, And... They've got a whole bunch of great games that they play. The points are completely irrelevant and they award them for no reason whatsoever. Um, Things like first is the worst, where they ask questions about past dating experiences and whoever has the worst or most cringeworthy answer wins or hypothetical scenario where they'll give you like this hypothetical scenario. One of them that I listened to uh, a couple of days ago was, okay, so you meet this person and he's just, and he's, you know, a little bit boring. He's not the greatest person. You suspect he might be a little bit racist, but every time you have sex, he gives you mind-blowing orgasms and you can write one solid minute of gold comedy. Do you keep dating him? So things like that. Um, it has a very chatty vibe. It's an Australian podcast. They do often do live shows. They have done for various comedy festivals around the circuit, including Melbourne Comedy Festival, um, which is where a friend of mine saw and recommended this podcast for me. So dump him the game Does show. Does it have like game show sounds and stuff like that or is it just a straightforward like it's very Spicks and like Spicks and Specs doesn't really like other than introducing the little segments it's just it's just chatty game show sometimes they'll give someone points because they're looking like shit and they think they need a bit of a boost and sometimes they'll take points away because they've offended the host or you know just it's random it doesn't matter uh, weekly podcast I don't know 
<laughs> before so just before this episode, yeah, let's just contextualize you it. pointed out that no, we're like, we haven't really been giving. Do you know details. why I pointed that out? Because I looked at my notes and I went, I haven't written this. Uh, so what you've done you is you've called me out on me going, hey guys, we should probably do this because I've just looked at my notes and realized that I haven't written this. I think it's weekly. Mm. If it's not, I'm sorry. There's a lot of episodes that you can go through and listen to though anyway. I really like the three hosts. I think they all um they all play off each other quite nicely and they get other comedians on as contestants. So Just so you don't feel alone, I'll call myself out now. Okay. I do know that it is weekly. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but they are currently on hiatus because of COVID-19. COVID-19. Yeah. So do they, do they yeah. post their live episodes as well? Like the live shows that they've done? Yeah. Cool. So, cool. well, not all of them. Okay. But yes. Yeah, cool. I all really right. enjoy it. Those have been our recommendations. I'm actually really looking forward to this. Good. It Me sounds too. kind of exciting. Actually. Yeah. So let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be back with our reviews of last week's podcasts. So what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt Poison him? rules are the same for every player race. Does that mean they all have can the same digestive system? Can my character have a pet? System? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Just for you, Liz. Thank yeah. God they've done that hard work so I don't have to. <laughs> Look... Everyone else in the entire game. world has proven to me that Dungeons and Dragons is incredibly popular and everybody <laughs> loves it but me. And 90% of my friends are like, I can't hang out with you tonight because I'm playing D&D. So clearly I'm in the minority and that's a really good promo. I really like all the questions mm. before <laughs> I found out. Can my pet it. have a pet pet? I love that. <laughs> I will say each of my cats has a pet toy. Like the, a toy that they will carry around with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. My do- oh. my mom's dog has a ball, and if she loses that particular ball, even if we've bought her ten of the identical <laughs> same balls, she she will just yap and lose her shit. Love animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's go back and review the podcast that we recommended last week. So last week we had a theme. It was celebrity hosted podcasts. I would like to start with Liz. Fake doctors and real friends. That's not their theme song. With Zach and Donald. It's not a um, theme song. No, though. their theme song Five, is six, actually seven. great. <laughs> their theme song is great. I really like it. Um, so it's basically uh, Zach Braff, Donald Faison, greatest bromance of all time, going through old episodes of Scrubs, talking about them episode by episode, occasionally bringing on actors, creators, and such. And basically, it's a big love fest for Scrubs and their friendship. This is such a specific formula of podcasts like there are maybe maybe four or five sets of people in the entire world that could do this kind of podcast because they have to have that really close friendship that is also entertaining to listen to from the outside and have the nostalgia of a property of of a, of a text that they can draw on and delve into and give you the behind the scenes and not have it be like controversial this is a really great idea for a podcast and they're doing it very well as a high recommend um I don't particularly 
I never really particularly liked Scrubs as a show. I watched it all. Um, because who didn't? Who didn't? Um, and I never really connected with either of the actors either, but they're very entertaining to listen to. Um, and yeah, this is a great podcast. I love them so much. Like I can't even <laughs> yeah. explain to you how much I love them individually. And then when I found out that Zach Braff was dating someone so much younger than him, I was like, damn it, it could have been me. And then I realised that she's way younger than me and way hotter than me and actually amazing. So it couldn't have been me at all. It's fine. <laughs> this is absolutely, this is literally the only podcast that I will listen to the moment I get the notification that the podcast is ready to listen to yes. right now. I, I Nick was burned that I put it on my <laughs> list I was really pissed off. Did. Yeah, because I, I was like, I'll put it on my list. And you were like, too late. Done. And I was like, fuck, because it's such a fucking good show. And they do such a phenomenal job um, considering the circumstances that they're all obviously separated by mm. um, COVID and stuff. But there's, there's, really, there's really interesting insights into the show. And I do like the fact that a lot of them are, were okay to call out particular bits that have not aged well because Scrubs as a whole has a lot of stuff in there mm-hmm. that ain't aged well. There is well. a lot of our favourite shows right yep. now that's bringing out stuff. Yep. And to their credit, a lot of the creators are removing the show, the episodes that haven't aged well yeah. from platforms. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean... I'm I'm for it, but I'm also like it's also a teachable moment, so maybe they should just have a disclaimer before it. Yeah, rather than taking yeah. it off. Yeah, like, I mean that's kind of what they they do on the podcast. Yes, like, yes. yeah, they've yeah. done like okay, let's talk about the blackface. Yeah, because yeah. Bill Lawrence goes onto yeah. the show, the, the creator of the show, and he was just like these these are the, we thought it was cool at the time because we had like a diverse cast. Yeah, we yeah. with we thought we were cool. We were you're all quite young, and then now. People, he was saying that he was getting roasted on Twitter for taking all this stuff off, and he's like, "Well, guess what? I made the fucking show, so I feel icky about it. So I'm going to take him down." Yeah, mainly because yeah. he couldn't edit those yeah. the sequences yeah. that yeah. were obviously problematic. But I think the most interesting thing for me with this show is that it, sometimes it does get they do go way off track. Like they do not talk. There's some episodes where they do not talk about the episode at all, and then sometimes I think the more recent ones in the season two have been really like hyper focused, mm. really sharply done because I think they're been taking on quite a bit of the feedback that they've been getting from their thing and I love that they're always like we're so surprised people like like love the show and it's like fuck off you knew people As would it, love this shit you could have fucking read the, the fucking telephone book I know just I know. Zach and Donald together and yeah. people would have listened because yeah. people always hoped that they were as close friends as they were on TV because it's, yeah. it's such a great fucking Romance. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I've listened re-listened to multiple episodes. The Ken Jenkins one is so funny, and also oh, like it's so funny hearing just, that he's yeah. like he was fucking like high shit on set. Like he's <laughs> the the dude like he blazes something fucking fierce. I loved hearing the insight that he even he thought he was overacting as yeah. shit in his, and then someone said to him, "No, this isn't you as a character. This is how um, Zach Braff's character is seeing you mm. because the whole thing is is through his." eyes so as they become closer he becomes more normal so i get yeah i like i also love the fact that ken jenkins reads out loud to his wife and she (laughs) that's what they did in covid they're just sitting there reading books to each other and i love it (laughs) and also like they they do it's not just uh regulars of the show they get on as guests they also get they had that brendan fraser on it they had scott foley um and a a couple of the executive producers in the earlier episodes as well so like They've got phenomenal access, and by the sounds of it, they're planning on for like the multi-episode arcs, so like Heather Graham and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, they've, they're getting them on for guests as well. I'm this is legit my favorite show at the moment. Yeah, 
Fuck yeah. Win. Cool. All right. Well, let's go on to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Yes. So that was my recommendation last week. It's Conan O'Brien and a bunch of people, and he does long-form podcasts, talks to people as a celebrity, but in a longer form. So I think it's weekly. Actually, I should probably check that. Guys, let's just... Put it on our homework for next week, right? <laughs> let's not call each other out right let's now. Not, I'm calling let, myself let's out. Let's I'm not point myself out. fingers. I just was um, trying to help. And I just got in <laughs> the arena fine. of celebrity podcasts, what did you think about Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend? Liz. I got a lot of joy out of this. Um, I listened to one episode because <laughs> I ran Which out one? of time. Which one? So I looked through and I'm a bit in love with all things Shit's Creek. So I listened to Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara because those two, they can do no wrong in my mind. They can do absolutely no wrong. Um, and I had such a fun time and I was laughing through the whole episode because all all of them play off each other really nicely. Conan is an interviewing expert, yeah. obviously. He knows how to get... Good stories out of people, how to roast people, how to roast himself. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to going through and, um, and uh, you know, finding the celebrities that I give a shit about and listening. Won't be listening to the ones I don't give a shit about because fuck those guys. Yeah, it's not worth your time. No. I use this podcast as an excuse to try and overcome my unreasonable dislike for Amy Schumer. It didn't work. Huh. I listened to her episode. What, did you go into it specifically? Like you saw Amy Schumer's episode? I was like, Amy like, Schumer. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Let's let's see if... I want you to find and listen to one that you did like, though. I, I've listened to other ones that I did okay, like. So, okay, yeah, okay, cool. So, um, Tom Hanks one is, is delightful. Uh, um, as was uh, the Darcy Carden mm-hmm. one um, and Will Arnett. All great episodes. All episodes I nearly picked until I scrolled down that <laughs> a little bit further and saw Eugene Levy and Kevin O'Hara. Uh, so that that being said, I just wanted to say like my initial um, taste with this was like, oh, oh, I wanted I wanted to like I wanted them to do something that would change my mind, and nothing happened. Um, I will say this isn't a really compelling podcast for me. I like I have subscribed just in case someone. Really interesting. I think it's the people for me that were compelling. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Like Will Arnett, I think is my favorite episode that I listened to, um, just because. Yeah, he's a really entertaining guy. Um, That being said, that being said, like it is Conan O'Brien, so I thought that he would kind of carry it when it wasn't. But like, particularly the Amy Schumer episode, but even even um, a little bit the Darcy Carden episodes, it was kind of like two really privileged people talking about their privilege in like non-examination ways and i didn't there's nothing like explicit that came out it's just like i felt a little bit icky when i made that connection in my head i was like oh okay yeah yeah um that being said there's nothing against this podcast i like it but yeah it's it wasn't a it wasn't a a a non-qualified positive experience i was really concerned when it when he first announced the show i was really concerned that his brand wouldn't translate particularly well mm-hmm. to just a podcast form because he does obviously have a bit of a physical side to, to his to how he performs and how he interviews but i mean for me obviously it was the guests that attracted me to it rather than conan i think well this is the thing and like i adored the episode i listened to because they went all through behind the scenes and they were talking about what it's like working with your son and 
Um, my favourite part was when, when Catherine was talking about how she came up with the Moira Rose accent and how every now and then she'd slip out of it and Eugene was like, he'd walk up, to, she said, Eugene would just walk up to me and be like, what's your favourite movie? And it was the, you know, as an actor, how you have like a word that yep. will get you back into Key the accent. Yep. Hers was the aviator. <laughs> 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 so just little details like that just made me really friggin' happy because the number of times I've had to learn a friggin' accent and you have to have one word that will bring you back into the accent when you've lost it. It's brilliant. But Italy yes. de potato. <laughs> <laughs> when I did the crucible it was Massachusetts. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. It's the only thing that brought what me back accents, into it. What accent's that? It's a it's a transitionary <laughs> transitionary accent because everyone was coming from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like East Anglian is officially what it's called. Right, okay. But it's kind of sounds like American, a little bit northern, a little bit not. Like it's it's a it's a hodgepodge mix and it's really difficult. But the miniseries John Adams did it really well. Oh cool. So that's what I watched to get into it. Anyway. All right. About my acting. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. He does. Uh Okay, and we'll end up with my recommendation, which was WTF with Mark Maron, uh, a very long-running podcast hosted by Mark Maron where he talks to people about things. What did you think? So it's no surprise that I listened to the Dan Levy episode. <laughs> 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 I just, I was just feeling it. And I actually listened to the Dan Levy episode first and then when I was scrolling for the other one, I was like, all right, it's Shit's Creek time. Um, I love Dan Levy. I think he has a number of amazing things to say about both working in the industry, about being part of a, you know, family acting, mm-hmm. producing, directing, um, but also a lot to say about the LGBTQI community and um, just he's got a lot of interesting shit to say about the world today. Now, normally I can't fucking stand podcasts that have just one dude rambling his own thoughts at the start, but I found Mark Maron really engaging to listen to his mm. opening monologue. Normally it, it grinds my gears and I'm just like, cool, so get on a rant, you conspiracy theorist nut. Like, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, sometimes no, they just ramble with their own thoughts and they feel like they're really full of themselves, whereas... The stuff that Mark was saying just felt quite considered to me. And, yeah, he was ranting about it, but you can tell that he's thought a lot about what he says before he says it. And it's not scripted, but it's well thought out. So I yeah. appreciated that he, he, you know, he he has a lot to say and he's he's really engaging in saying it, I think, for the yeah. episodes that I listen to. But yeah. I think, yeah, the, the format of having a monologue up front followed by the interview, that obviously comes from late-night TV interview shows, but, like, this, that format, like, definitely lends itself, or Mark Maron lends himself to that format. But it normally shits me because I'm normally like, mm. where's the guest? Hurry up. Yeah, you said there was yeah. a guest, but I didn't even mind. So that's... He's super self-deprecating. Yeah. Like, he doesn't expect to be taken seriously. Yeah. He just wants to get it off his chest. This is probably, this is probably the problem. I like a lot of really <laughs> self-deprecating comedians because yeah. same. It's really interesting that you say that because that was the reason that I actually stopped listening to the show because I used to listen... I listened to it, obviously, for the for the guests. Yeah. So I listened, I listened to yeah. Obama's episode, Radcliffe, Patrick Stewart... Just the, the list goes on. I think he did one with Louis C.K., ugh, but mm-hmm. did one where I think he buries the hatchet with Louis C.K. and yep. some of the shit that happens. This was all pre... No, well, actually, sorry, not pre. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. just... It was a piece of shit in general, but there's there's that episode Before itself. he was outed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for me, the rambling at the start about just random shit, I was like, come on, like, get the fuck on with it. And they didn't leave timestamps for me to go, all right, well, this is yeah, where the interview yeah. is, so I can just skip this shit. So I, there was one episode, I can't remember, but he talks for 25 minutes about his cat. And I'm like, I love my cat. 
I love cats. That's cool. I don't give a shit about your cat. Please give me the interview. And I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. It was. It was someone. But That's I was like, so weird because normally I am so sensitive to that and I mm, hate it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I listened to, I listened to that one Dan Levy episode and then I listened to the start of two other episodes just to see if his opening monologue shat me or not because mm. I thought this is really weird that I've not reacted to this and I liked all of the opening monologues that yeah. I heard. Well, and it was interesting because when I went back to listen to it just to be like, is it the same? It is the same. But so I listened to the John Legend episode. Um, uh, a few days ago and I was like okay this monologue is far more interesting because it was about the July 4th fireworks and stuff like that but obviously it was m- more centred around what was going yeah, on in the United yeah, States yeah. and I was like oh shit now this is actually kind of good I can tolerate this more so than him being like my cat piss smells weird and I'm like that's not funny and also I don't give a shit about your cat piss what makes you think that this is a good idea to have it however <laughs> he's really fucking good at yeah. interviewing his guests and that's why his show is so fucking popular and he can pull people like President Barack Obama yeah. to come on the show in his presidency and talk to him. And, that, and come that, to his garage. No yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm, I remember seeing the photos as well and it looks yeah. like his garage looks like a dank piece of shit. Yeah, and it, it like is. Obama's just chilling there just being like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. And I thought that to me, I was like, shit, if he can pull Obama, <laughs> he's like, he's obviously yeah. got the clout for it. He's really fucking good. And the Obama episodes are really, really good. It's really, right, really good. All right, they're on my list. Yeah. I, I will say, like, they are back... They're about 600 episodes Yeah, right it's now. like f- But they keep, they keep them on the feed. Yeah. Um, they don't get rid of them because, yeah, obviously they're... It's a big deal. They're Mark Maron's piece de resistance. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, that is him. That's peak Mark Maron for yeah. me. I was like... Anything that you deliver after this, I'm sure is going to be great. But the Obama stuff is just like, you got him, man. Like, you fucking got him. Yeah. Um, but also, like, he did more with Patrick Stewart, which was really good. Daniel Radcliffe's one's really good as well. I really enjoyed that. Um, for me, obviously, listening to the show, it's just for the guests. And yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. I, I think for me, I, I, I'm not subscribed to it. But I'll probably keep my ear to the ground at least to see if there's guests that I would want to listen to. I think there was Janelle Monae I wanted to listen to. So that's probably one I'll go back to. Mm. But I think for me, it's just the monologue when I first started listening to this. I was like, Shut the fuck up, dude, and get on with it. Like, but this, you got, like, this for me was like four years ago when the podcast was yeah, yeah. sort of like at whatever episode it was. So. I mean, that's the thing. Like, this, but this is a podcast. I'm not currently subscribed to it, but every now and then I'll go resubscribe. Yeah. See, stick with it for as long as it remains like, oh, yeah. Another, I can the, recommend yeah, the Dan yeah. Levy episode. It's recent because yeah. he was I, I having have, a. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a listen. Yeah. His monologue sure. was about. Um, people being selfish fucks and not wearing masks during COVID. Yeah. See, and that's, but the thing is, it's like, that's like, like you said, it's more considered. Like, yeah. I probably care more for that than I do about personal shit because <laughs> I don't really, I didn't, at the time, also, this is pre-glow. I don't, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, who are you, dude? And you have a really annoying voice. And now I'm, I like love him because he was, he's terrific and glow and you just get used to it. But yeah. I remember listening to him on a podcast that I think, the old Patrick recommended there was some pod or maybe oh yeah he he did the rounds of the Stoner podcasts yeah and yeah. um I'm just listening to how he absolutely hundred percent thought that he was a shit actor and couldn't act yeah. at all and yeah, yeah. you see the stuff that he does in Glow and it is fucking masterful yeah. like it's so good and I haven't even watched the movie that you said that we should watch oh uh, yes a sort of truth also there is he did a TV show called Marin based yes, on he his did. life yeah mm. um and that that's all right there's not a lot of I mean, there's not a lot of like material for him to chew in that. Yeah, that well, series, in Glow, there's a is, lot of gravitas. Yeah. Like yeah. his his character is really complex, and he steals a scene every time. Yeah, for me, when yeah. I watch Glow, I'm just like, yeah, could watch you do anything. Pretty much. Yeah. WTF. Yeah. 
Okay, WTF, Mark Marin. Okay, well, that's us for this week. We'll be back next week with three new podcasts and the review of the podcast that we recommended this week. If you want to reach out to us, we are available on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And if you want to submit your podcast for us to listen to, or if you have a podcast that you really think that we should listen to, you can go to our website, that's notcanon.com forward slash castology, fill out the form there, and we will guarantee that we will listen to it. We won't guarantee that it'll appear on the show, but we'll do what we can, you know. Uh, we if you like slip to keep us a review, we uh, might be a little bit more inclined. It's Ooh. true. Uh, if you give us a review on Apple Podcasts you and send us a screenshot, you will go in the draw to win a $50 gift voucher or gift card to the outlet of your choice, Australian dollars only. I also <laughs> feel like just if you give us a review anywhere that's actually significant, like if you want to go through the process to do it on Stitcher, then... Shit. Do it on Podchaser. I, I still think Podchaser is going to be a thing. So go on to Podchaser. Give us a review there. Fabulous. Thank you. Please review. <laughs> Absolutely. This has been Ask the Castologist. I have been your host, NC Weber, here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleeker. We'll catch you next time. Keep listening to podcasts. So what mountain were the stones in the walls of this specific monastery mined from exactly? Wait, can my character take a dump? What's the governmental structure of every town in this entire Which magic using class is like the most attractive? How do these people know how to make tunnels under their town when all they do is farm Why does the genie always me? refuse to make people fall in love with me? Like, if who hurt poison him? rules are the same for every player race, does that mean they all have can the my same character digestive have a pet? system? Ooh, can that pet have a pet pet? Are your players asking too many questions? Do you really know how your world works? Don't you wish there was a podcast that made this whole thing easier? Come on over to Dungeon Deep Dive, your favourite fantasy world-building podcast. Whether it's tabletop RPGs or creative writing, we do the research so you don't have to. Find us on your podcatcher of choice or on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram on at Dungeon Deep Dive. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.